0: Welcome to Living Inside Out Today with host Joy Ross. Joy and her guests will help you learn how to think inside out so you can begin experiencing the God-given birthrights of joy, fulfillment, and freedom. Learn micro steps you can take today for macro results. It's time to dissect your everyday way
1: of thinking. Now, here is your host, Joy Ross. Good day, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, depending on where you are in the world, and welcome to Living Inside Out today. I'm your host, Joy Ross, and hey, to my first-time listeners, welcome, and thank you guys so much for tuning in for the first time. We are so glad that you're here, and hey, I want to know where you're listening from, where you're tuning in from. Send me an email if this is your first time listening. Send it to today at gmail.com. And say, hey, I listened today for the first time. Let me know where you are in the world. And I've got a gift that I want to send you. And if you're a frequent listener, welcome back, you guys. Whether we've personally met or not, I have such love in my heart for you guys. And one thing that connects us, I believe, is that you are committed to your own personal development and showing up every day as the best version of you. And you know what? I share that commitment. In fact, this show was created specifically with you in mind. My aim on this show is to bring people together and have conversations that are uplifting, encouraging, positive, and most importantly, to share our stories of personal transformation from the inside out and to give you guys tips and tools that you could begin using today to help you in your journey to just live a life Full of joy, fulfillment, freedom, abundance, and most of all, to just help you with something, a tip or a tool that you can use that's going to help you show up as the best version of you today. Now, my personal transformation journey is the primary inspiration for this show because if you've listened before, you've heard me share very openly. For many years, I lived my life by what I call a checkbox mentality. You guys know that checkbox mentality that society often conditions us to live by? Well, here was me. I was focused on trying to follow all the steps that society said would lead to a successful, happy life. Get an education, get a job, work my way up in corporate America, have my own business and meet and exceed financial targets and on and on. You guys know all the things, but here's what I found. And here's what I received a deep revelation on. No amount of education, no amount of money, no amount of titles, no amount of business success or any of those things can provide true fulfillment and happiness on the inside because true fulfillment, true happiness is an inside out job. Here's the thing, all those external things, they're completely possible, completely attainable. If we put our minds to it, But we can have all the things and the things that we truly desire internally, fulfillment, happiness, peace, and joy. We can be lacking in those things with a fat bank account. We can be lacking in those things with a great marriage. We can still be desiring those things because here's what I discovered. Our thoughts, our beliefs, our mindsets, our faith, our sense of identity and worth, These are the things that determine to what extent we experience joy, fulfillment, and a sense of freedom, a sense of happiness. Often, though, we have a tendency to reach outside of ourselves, to acquire and attain things in order to fulfill these internal needs, only to discover, hey, that internal need is still there. And that's when often we'll get that that little nagging feeling in our gut or that little voice on the inside, starts to speak to us and whispers things and remind us that, hey, there's more. There's got to be more to life. Have you ever had that feeling? Have you ever heard that little voice? Well, hey, guess what? If so, you're not alone. That was me until I began to look internally and my personal journey from bondage to freedom, from lack to abundance, from anxiety to inner peace, From disappointment to fulfillment and joy and the steps that I took to break free and experience transformation are documented in my books. So my international bestseller, which is how to break the cycle of temptation, addiction and guilt from the inside out. That's for you. If right now you're at a point in your life where you're feeling stuck in cycles or patterns or habits that you can't seem to break free of, check out that book and you can take the same steps that I took to get free. My other book, The Truth About Trust, The Key to Thriving in Any Relationship, that book will help you if right now you're in that point in life where you've been disappointed, heartbroken relationship after relationship, and now you have trust issues. Check that book out because the same journey that I took, you can take too and be free from that once and for all. I was actually inspired to write these books and share my journey because I truly believe that when we go through valleys in life, when we go through challenges and we get on the other side, our triumphs aren't just for us. Other people can learn and benefit from our testimony. So hey, you guys, I lay it all out in my books and I do it for you because I want you to experience the same freedom that I am living in today. So you can check out both of those books either on Amazon or go to my website, joyross.com, hit the products tab and you'll find some free resources on my website as well. But I am grateful for the opportunity to be bringing conversations on this show with guests, other people who have experienced transformation and who are now spending their time to serve others and using their stories to make an impact in the world. And my hope for you, the listener, is by hearing my story and by hearing the experiences of the guests on this show, that you'll be encouraged, that you'll know you're not alone. That you'll know, hey, you matter and you were created for a purpose. And most importantly, no matter what circumstances you're facing right now, if transformation could happen for me and if it could happen for the guests on this show, guess what? It can and it will happen for you, too. So our aim today is to say something that will help you to take just one small step forward because that, my friends, is how transformation happens. It's one small step day by day at a time. So are you guys ready? Mm -hmm. Let's get into it. Let's get into the show. I'm so excited. Today, I'm actually kicking off a whole series on becoming dynamic. So over the next few weeks, stick with us and we'll be talking about what it actually means. What does it mean to be dynamic? And spoiler alert, guess what? You guys, you are all dynamic. You are. And if you weren't aware of that, stick with us over the next few weeks and we'll help you uncover. We'll help you see that you too are dynamic. It's in you. Maybe it's just hidden right now. So I'm really excited about the series and my inspiration for this series was actually my involvement as a co-author of the re- recently released international best-selling book, Entitled Becoming Dynamic Stories of Women Rising to Greatness Despite Their Circumstances. Here's the exciting thing about this book, too. All of the ebook proceeds, you guys, are going to charity to help teens. That's something that I'm really proud about. And to everyone who's already downloaded the ebook and who helped us reach international bestseller status, thank you so, so much. There are over 20 powerful stories in the book. And there's something in each story that I believe depicts some of the common challenges, the common obstacles that all of us um, face just as humans on the journey of life and the steps that we as co-authors took to turn our pain into purpose to turn our trials into triumph and guess what you can do the same. So with that, we're kicking off this series today on becoming dynamic and I have with me in the studio Terry Wade. Terry is a spiritual business coach. She is founder of the Lady Entrepreneur Society and co-author of the international best-selling book Becoming Dynamic. Terry is also a former business professor and a certified positive psychology coach. For more than a decade, Terry has helped literally thousands of entrepreneurs strategically grow their business online by becoming the standout expert in their industry. And as a result of her coaching, clients have been able to sell out their group programs, book their first high ticket one-on-one client, and make their first six-figure year. Typically, Terry works with moms who want to launch and grow a business, but their challenge is they don't know where to start, or they don't know how to bring their message to the marketplace, or they don't know how to package their superpowers into a product. Terry helps them to figure all of that out. Ms. Terry Wade, welcome
2: to the show, and thanks for being here. Hi, Joy. Thank you so much for having me. It's such an honor and a pleasure.
1: Absolutely. And hey, congratulations on recently becoming an international best-selling author. Thank you. You too. (laughs) Super exciting. (laughs) Thanks. So, Terry, I like to start out each show just um, with a little, you know, talking a little bit about uh, challenges and obstacles, right? Because it's one of the common denominators in life. And I like to look at challenges as an opportunity to count it all joy, And we do that by choosing to see obstacles as opportunities, right? So before we even get into the discussion today, I just want to ask you to share with our listeners, what is one challenge or one obstacle that you've had to face maybe this morning just to show up today or that you've had to encounter recently and how you overcame it?
2: Yeah. You know, the first thing that comes to mind is I have a a little dog, Ziggy, who is uh, almost 13 years old and he was having skin problems. So I was doing research to figure out what was wrong with him, you know, wanting to just figure it all out myself. And I found a great tar shampoo. It was working okay, but it wasn't totally fixing the problem. And so I was going back and forth if I should take him to the vet, if it was, you know, worth the money. And, um, you know, then I'm like, am I a bad dog mom? Because I'm not taking him to the vet. And so it was a lot of back and forth. I ended up taking him to the vet. And then the doctor, you know, just gave me all this knowledge into, you know, why it was happening and, you know, what to expect. Gave me a topical spray. And I learned so much. So it was really, you know, the itching. He was just itching, itching because of his his skin. Mm-hmm. And so that was, it was like, you know, trying to find peace in these moments of like, you know, I'm itching. Um, and so finally I realized like, just go to the expert first. And so oh with that, you know, it's like I saved time, energy, and money if, you know, if I would have just done this from the beginning, um, you know, just because all the the distress of me thinking and researching, what could I do with this little dog? And so, yeah, so that was one of the things uh, in the moment it was like frustrating, but I guess, you know, the silver lining, the light in that is you know, just seek help, ask for help right away. And then, you know, in the meantime, it seems like, Oh, up front, I might be spending money, but then overall with the hours that I was researching what could be wrong with him and, you know, like thinking, Oh, I have a bad dog mom for not taking him right away. So all of that could have just been saved. Um, and yeah, I think it's just so great. There's, you know, I just been really learning how to ask and I believe asking shall receive. And so I was always the one trying to be superwoman and do everything myself. And so, oh. um, yeah, it's just, it's really great. You know, we have, I have a beautiful community and so many opportunities. And so it's like, you know, use them. And so that was my most recent challenge that I.
1: Yeah, I love that. And I love dogs. So that story touched my heart. And that was so cute. And you said, and so I guess as a dog owner from time to time, people might feel like, oh, am I a bad dog mom, right? (laughs) Like the whole mom guilt for your dog. Um, But I love that, that you said, you know, it really just occurred to you, hey, ask for help. And that's so simple, but it's something that's so useful, right? That sometimes we forget. So thank you for sharing that. I'm sure that there are some listeners who can relate um, to a similar situation where maybe they ultimately realized, you know, if I had asked for help, I could have saved myself a whole lot of time and money. Mm -hmm. So Terry, we're going to talk about the book and Becoming Dynamic and the story that you share in the book. But before we get into that, let's just talk about who Terry is and what you're called to do in the world. So I know that in addition to recently becoming an author, you're a spiritual business coach. Let's talk about that. What exactly is a spiritual business coach and how do spirituality and business go together, at least in your mind?
2: Great question. So for me, spiritual is the foundation for everything. I believe we are spirit. And so when I talk for spiritual business coaching we we can have a business plan but we're, it's like sometimes we're not working the plan it's like what is it that's getting in the way and so for me it's really understanding who you are in our core and the truth and the power of our core for me which is spirit and it's a powerful spirit it's a all loving unconditionally you know inner wisdom spirit and so when we can get in touch with that that's really where the magic happens for us and that's where you find your purpose Because I first started doing businesses I didn't ultimately love, because that was what the external world told me I should be doing and which was gonna make money. And then once Mm -hmm. I started really getting aligned with my heart and giving into my intuition, that's when I really started getting traction in my business and really enjoying the work I was doing. So that's really Mm -hmm. where the spiritual business coaching comes in is getting in tune with your purpose, your sole purpose here on earth. Also to have the business plan. So, you know, I was a former business professor, I got my MBA, Mm -hmm. I know how to structure business plan. And I'm good with social media marketing. I really enjoy that. Um, I just love psychology. So that's where the positive psychology certification came in. Like, why do people do what they do? What makes them tick? You know, just for buying behaviors, why do people buy? So that's a little bit about, yeah, why I chose a spiritual business coaching path. Uh-huh.
1: Oh, that's so deep. And I actually totally agree with you that we are more than our minds right we're more than mind and body at our core we're spiritual beings and I think that's very it's a beautiful thing that you're doing and I had to ask like what is a spiritual business coach because we don't hear people really talk about that right like in the mainstream and so um thank you for explaining for us what that is and the part of what you're doing is finding helping people to find their purpose right Helping people who might have a high level of business acumen tap into their inner core so that whatever they're doing can be more aligned with their purpose, which leads to happiness, right?
2: So much. And another thing is, um, I really talk about metaphysics and the unseen world of like willpower law of attraction these universal laws that we get to use for our benefit the law of vibration and really using like visualization techniques and our imagination to create the lifestyle we want so i'm big on lifestyle So I used to just wanted to have a business, but I would work around the clock to get it successful. And now I'm like, this is not why I started the business. I want the lifestyle, you know, that the business can provide me. So that's where the also spiritual business coaching comes into is using these different parts of our mind um, to create and imagine in the universal laws to bring forth our desires.
1: I absolutely love that. And we're going to get, you guys, we're going to dive deeper because you know on this show, we love to talk about mindset. So this is a perfect opportunity to pause. We're going to um, take a little break. And on the other side of this break, we're going to dig deeper into mindset and the role that that plays, not just in our business, but in our lives and of course we're going to talk about becoming dynamic and what that means so you guys stick around don't go anywhere we're going to take a short break and we will be right back
0: Are you ready to move to your next level? Listen for Empowering Women, Transforming Lives with host Rebecca Hall Greider. Each show will focus on a central topic with discussion, guests, and your questions being featured. Our show is perfect for women who feel a call in their heart to step out in a bigger, more powerful way in their life and just need some encouragement, inspiration, and practical steps to support them on their journey. Empowering Women, Transforming Lives can be heard live every Thursday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the... Voice America Empowerment Channel, with a replay of the show Sunday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Variety Channel. Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device, including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name, followed by the word podcast. Hey, Alexa. Play Finding Your Frequency Podcast. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. You are listening to Living Inside Out Today with Joy Ross. Have a question for Joy or her guests? Join us on the show at 888-346-9141. That's 888-346-9141. Now back to the show. Here again is Joy Ross.
1: And welcome back, everybody. On Living Inside Out today, I'm here with my beautiful guest today, Terry Wade, who is co-author of the recently released international bestseller, Becoming Dynamic. And Terry, before we went to break, we were talking about your role as a spiritual business coach. You were defining for us, for those of us who've never heard of that term before, what that means. And so I want to ask you, for the people that you work with, these are people who are in business or people wanting to go in business, people who may not even be focused on the spiritual side of themselves, right? But more focused on, oh, I guess I need a business plan or a marketing plan or how do I get more clients? So when you're dealing with um, your clients, what types of challenges do you see that people typically face in terms of being able to bring their whole self, including their spiritual self, to their work? Like what are people challenged with? What What are
2: you seeing in your work? The biggest challenge I see are limiting beliefs that they have. And a lot of it stems from when we were younger. I know um, in the book I talked about when I struggled with bullying um, as a young child. So a lot of my clients, they have this trauma that's stopping them from showing up fully, from letting themselves be visible, from believing in themselves enough to ask for the sale or feel worthy enough to ask for the sale. So a lot of it stems from the limiting beliefs that they have in their mind. So, and then they, they put a guilt on themselves. So I do this forgiveness letter exercise that's just so beautiful because people, they get to forgive themselves. They get to forgive people that have hurt them in the past, their parents. And so they're just releasing and letting that go. So they're shedding these layers of doubt, guilt, hatred, fear, anger. And so as they're able to do that, then they're able to powerfully step into them, who they truly are and love themselves and feel enough as they are and worthy enough. And they know enough. And so I feel like that's their biggest challenge is having those limiting beliefs, that lack of mm. confidence, low self esteem, or self doubt. Uh, because we can have the business plan, but if you don't have all those other foundational pieces, then you're not going to mm. show up to do the business.
1: Mm. All right. So, you know what? We're just going to continue in that vein. I was going to ask you in the next segment, but I'm, let's get into it now because you mentioned limiting beliefs are one of the main challenges. So, how. Let me ask you this because limiting beliefs is something that we've actually talked a lot about on this show and there can be many perspectives, all good, right? So I love being able to pull back the layers and get each person's perspective on limiting beliefs. So first of all, for people who are listening, because that's sort of one of those terms that if you're in certain circles, you probably hear limiting beliefs all the time. But for some people that's not a term that they hear often. Right. So what exactly are limiting beliefs and why should we care about that? Like, why is that such a big deal?
2: Well, there's so much power in belief. Like I believe our belief shapes our outer world. So there's this book, I forgot the author, but it's the life-changing magic of believing. Is that it? (laughs) Something. Um, Yeah, I think that's it. Um, so it just says our, our reality is created by our beliefs. If you believe you can't, if you think you can, you think you can't, you're right. So if you don't even believe it, you're not even going to attempt it. So it's like, if you don't believe that you can do something, you're not even going to attempt doing it because you don't even believe it's possible. So our beliefs are what we believe is possible. So our limiting beliefs are the beliefs that are limiting us from our true potential and possibilities is that. So that's what I would say a limiting belief is. And so then it stems from what are your beliefs? And so for me, if you have that spiritual foundation where it's like, I am a child of the most high, I am all powerful, all knowing, cause we're made in the image of God. So well, that's my belief, you know? And so we're made in the image of God and God is almighty, all powerful and then forgiving and loving. And so we have all these beautiful gifts that are our truth and that's our grounded foundational center. So if we can have that as our foundational belief, that we are all powerful. We are all knowing we are full of love. Uh, we're innocent and we're, you know, in, in, you know, perfect and perfectly imperfect because we're human, but that's our core. That's our foundation. So if that's your belief and you walk in that, then you can walk in power. You can walk in truth. You can walk with confidence. You can walk without fear, but then we have these limits. Like, who am I to do that? Or like, why should people listen to me? So it's like, whatever those limiting beliefs are. And then I had mentioned that a lot of time it stems from when we're younger, we were and we're just kind of programmed, you know, we have, these, you know, mm-hmm. TV programming that we're, you know, been listening to for our whole life. And it's telling us what, you know, we should believe or what we should think. And we watch Disney movies and, you know, kind of sets the tone for what a man should do, what a woman should do, like how we, you know, the gender roles and how we should act. And so it's like, we've been programmed our whole life, but at, on what beliefs we should take in or subliminally without even really realizing that's why we think those things. Um, I just had a dinner with my dad and family the other day and we, he was talking about one of his um, friends and he was like, Oh, he's God awful rich. And I'm like, why is he God awful rich? Why can't he be beautifully rich? You know, like, why is that right. <laughs> you know, so, um, yeah, Those. that's the limiting beliefs. I yeah. Have. And so <clears throat>
1: For people, because I I love to uh, bring everything down ultimately to tips. So I know that there are people who are listening to the show and they're thinking, yeah, limiting beliefs. I can relate to that because quite honestly, all of us have to deal with limiting beliefs, right? Because as you said, it's something that we're just conditioned by society in ways that we don't even realize, right? So if there's somebody who is very aware that every day they're struggling with thoughts that are of self doubt or limiting thoughts. And so for people like that, um, what's one step, like what's the first step that we can begin to take to break free of limiting beliefs?
2: Yeah, well, I would say first getting in tune with like who you truly are. So answering the question, like, you know, who am I? And that'd be a great question. And then quieting your mind. There's this beautiful quote by Mahima from the Mahima Mindset. It says, Silence to the body is what, or silence to the mind is what food is for the body. And I really love that because it's essential. Our our body needs food and our mind needs silence. We need to be able to shut off the noise, shut off the chaos, and just get quiet and get connected. So when you're quiet, you can use your intuition. When you're quiet, you can get those answers. So I think it's just really important to get quiet. And I had a hard time when I first started meditating. Because my mind, you know, just going all over the place to the past, to mm. the future, to what needs to get done. Um, and then with practice, you know, just focus on your breath. That's like a beautiful, just first start is like, I'm just gonna, you know, breathe in and out and inhale, exhale. And then you can do a guided meditation, which really helps. But just getting quiet and just sitting here and now, because the present is where all the power is. And so meditation just helps you get present.
1: Mm. All right, you just dropped a lot. I'm looking down and taking notes as I always do because I'm ever the student. So for those of you who are also taking notes and hopefully you are, because that's what we do around here. Here are some steps that we can take to push past and overcome limiting beliefs. Number one, get in tune with your identity. Who am I? Like, that's a powerful question. That may not even be something that you sit down and, and you figure out, like in 60 seconds or even five minutes or even in a day that's worth pondering like who am I right because that gets us in touch with our core true self secondly quiet the mind and Terry said that some a couple tips on that is just focus on breathing like literally get quiet because the mind needs quiet the way that the body needs food Yes, deep, Terry, because how often are we walking around and everything's so noisy in the world today, right? So just find time, make it a priority to get quiet. You can just get quiet and breathe and allow space for your intuition to speak, allow space to get in touch with your spirit and then meditate. That's the third thing that we can do. And there's so much information now about meditation if people are interested in doing that. You know, you can, and that is very powerful. In fact, there are scriptures in the Bible, because that's my point of reference, that speak about the power of what we meditate on, right? Because what we meditate on day and night does produce fruit in our lives. So I love those answers. Thank you for for giving us those tips and explaining what a limiting belief is. So Terry, you found it a society called the Lady Entrepreneur Society. What was your inspiration for starting that and who's involved and what's the purpose of that society? What are you doing with that? Tell us about that.
2: Yeah, definitely. So the society is an educational platform for women to come together and learn how they can package their knowledge and expertise and package it into a product to sell online. So a lot of it is Um, We have clients from all over, but a lot of them are coaches. And so they're spiritual coaches, health coaches, uh, they're moms with kids with disabilities. And so they're teaching other moms relationship tantric coaches. So I work with um, mostly coaches, but I've also had other people from all different industries um, that come on board because I teach a lot of the marketing, a lot of storytelling, you know, attracting your dream clients and then just strategically growing your business um, in the different ways that feel most aligned to them. So that's the uh, Lady Entrepreneur Society. And it really got Mm -hmm. brought about because I believe community is so important. Like even just with our dynamic woman's book, all of us coming together, it just moves the process forward. And I know Bob Proctor mm-hmm. taught me about the power of the mastermind that he got from Napoleon Hill's book, thinking grow rich, but yeah. there's just so much power. It's just like this, like, you know, supercharged energy bomb <laughs> that when people, you know, dynamic ladies come together, when there's just this lady, on sh- ladies that are just have the same mission It's just like something so magnetic. So I'm really big into energy. And so, you know, when everyone has the same energy or in the same mission, the same goals, and they want to make that big impact in the world, it's just radiates and it just raises your vibration and it helps you to act um, and attract in a different way. Um, mm-hmm. So that's kind of where the Lady Entrepreneur Society came in. So it's like a, a mastermind group of ladies. We meet twice a, a month and we do Q&A calls and then they have the online modules that they can use to go through their course and then a private Facebook group. So um, it's just a community where we can all get together, mm-hmm. lift each other up. I believe we all are here for a purpose and we have so much light in the world, so much darkness. And so it's like, I really have this mission to just bring more light to the world and bring more joy to the mm-hmm. world. Uh, my yeah, yeah, my spiritual foundation is, um, why I was big into Christianity in the church. And then I, um, found a course in miracles. So that's kind of the book I've been studying now, but I believe all paths are necessary. It doesn't really matter, you know, what you believe in. Um, but yeah, that's just kind of what, you know, some of the, the tools I teach and it's a foundation, or I mean, it's a society of spiritual entrepreneurs. So I would say, they all believe that there's something bigger than them. They've all kind of heard of the movie, The Secret. So it's fun that we can all, you know, we, when we do our group calls, we'll get our crystals and our stage and we kind of just get in this beautiful space, or so, you know, have our candles and, um, you know, just come together and create. So a big thing is, yeah, really knowing what you want. So the clarity around what you want in, in a group, just having that back and forth. Um, it just, yeah, it's really beautiful. Mm-hmm.
1: Thank you for explaining that. So it sounds like it's something that you created because you wanted a mastermind community at a forum. So you created that and there's, you're absolutely right. There's power in that, in unity. There's absolutely power in that. So for somebody who's listening, who may want to get involved in that society, can anybody join or like, what are the the qualifications? How, you know, how can people... Look that up and find out more information. Um, people, specifically women. Um, so sorry, men, um, if you're listening, this Lady Entrepreneur Society is for the ladies. So Terry, how can people connect up with that with the society?
2: Definitely. Well, I have Instagram, which is my favorite platform, and that's mm-hmm. Lady Entrepreneur Society. So that will show you when we're launching, when we're doing the different programs. Um, I'll do workshops and webinars and master classes. So you can come join me there. There's also Terrywade.com, which is my website. And then we have the Lady as well. And that's where you can get all the latest information on what's happening. Awesome.
1: Thanks so much for that. And I'm gonna hop over to this is all connected. I'm loving this conversation because it's it's just flowing. So one of your um, one of your areas of expertise is as a positive psychology coach, which you mentioned. And I know that during our pre-show conversation, you mentioned to me some of the things that often keep us from pursuing or fulfilling our dreams. And you mentioned some of those in earlier today, Um, things like limiting beliefs. We talked about that. Things like lack of confidence, you mentioned. Um, Guilt, doubt, and fear, right? And other things. So I want to just ask you, Because these are deep things that I think also are common to the human experience. So let's say somebody's listening right now and they are dealing with guilt and doubt, right? Or guilt and shame, right? How does positive, in your role as a positive psychology coach, what would you say to people who are listening now who are dealing with guilt and shame? How... how would you encourage them? And of course, I'm going to ask, like, what's one tip or thing that they can do to start moving forward?
2: Yeah, well, the biggest thing is forgiveness. It's so big in positive psychology and also in A Course in Miracles. Really, you know, looking at what you did and realizing that no one's shaming you or there's there's no like repercussion. Like, you can forgive yourself and and it's really important to forgive anyone that you, has hurt you in the past too, because it's like holding on to a hot coal and wanting to throw it at someone else. So like you're the one getting hurt. So if there's any guilt or shame within yourself, just write it out and forgive yourself and know that nobody's perfect. And you're like, you're not alone. And there's, I feel like a lot of people, even if they're spiritual or not spiritual, we have this underlying you know, guilt within us that, um, you know, like there's someone to be fe- like a God fearing or like there's nobody like against you. Every Everything I think is working out for your good and knowing that and that you're so guided and loved and supported. Um, and you really could never do anything to, to hurt God's love for you. So mm-hmm. that's like a big thing where people are like, like I know I was like shamed into like, oh, you're going to go to hell if you don't believe in God when I was in high school. So I was like, I want nothing to do with that. And so it became scary, but there's just, there's nothing to be afraid of. And so you've done nothing wrong, Uh, forgive yourself. And I would say write down a list of, you know, all the things that you think you had done that is stopping you from living full out from playing full out, fully loving yourself from feeling worthy or that you matter, write it all down and just forgive yourself for it.
1: I absolutely love that Terry. Um, So folks, very powerful. Another one of these things that sounds simple, but it really is deep and, transformative and can lead to freedom if you are right now struggling with guilt or shame forgive yourself and know that you are loved i'm going to add on to what terry said because that is the truth god does exist and he does love you he loves us so much more than we even know and so just know that guilt and shame does not come from him he is not looking at you and judging you and seeing you in all of your shame and guilt he loves you and he's he wants you to feel loved. so thank you so much for um, you know sharing with us that simple step to get free from guilt and shame and to walk into freedom you guys we're going to take another quick break and don't go anywhere because on the other side of this break we're going to dive into conversation on becoming dynamic. So stay with us. Don't go anywhere. We will be right back. Get the news on our shows and other happenings by following us on Twitter. Find us at VoiceAmericaTRN or Twitter.com forward slash
0: VoiceAmericaTRN. If you are wondering why you can't seem to attain that feeling of joy, fulfillment, and freedom in your life, Then you need to listen to Living Inside Out today. Your host, Joy Ross, will help guide you away from the outside-in way of thinking you've been taught to live. Joy and her expert guests will dispel myths and expose the beliefs that subconsciously hold us hostage, preventing us from experiencing true joy, fulfillment, abundance, and freedom. Living Inside Out today, Thursdays at 9 a.m. on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We're on Alexa Smart Speakers and Connected Devices. Hey, Alexa, play Being Here Podcast on Apple Podcasts. Try
1: it now. Do you dream about success but wonder how to get there? Hilary Caesar and her guests will reveal how they relaunched into lives they only dreamt about. Their stories will inspire and surprise you and ignite your inner sparks the relaunch thursdays at 11 a.m pacific time on the voice america empowerment channel
0: you are listening to living inside out today with joy ross have a question for joy or her guests Join us on the show at 888-346-9141. That's 888-346-9141. Now back to the show.
1: Here again is Joy Ross. Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome back. On the other side of this break, we are still here with our beautiful guest, Terry Wade. And we have just been having ourselves some good conversation about mindset and positive psychology and how to be free from guilt and how to overcome limiting beliefs. I hope you guys are really getting a lot out of today. Now we're going to shift gears and we're going to talk about becoming dynamic. So Miss Terry first of all, what does it mean to you to be dynamic, right? What, what does that even mean? Because I think for a lot of us, you hear that word and you're like, okay, well, that doesn't apply to me. I'm, I'm not really dynamic, am I? But what's your definition of what it means to be dynamic?
2: Oh man, becoming dynamic is just understanding who you are. So the becoming is because, you know, we've just been programmed that we are not dynamic. And so it's like, we need to become dynamic by, you know, like a lot of the things we talked about here. So I'm actually have three steps in the book that I helped me become dynamic. And the first one is, defining you know what that means to me and so people you know they don't really have a clear goal they want an abundant life which abundance is our birthright but they don't really have the clarity so it's like get super duper clear on exactly what you want like to the detail to the letter like if you want a new car like what kind of car what make model color of the car do you want and so it's like just knowing exactly what that means for you because really success is anyone that's working to you know towards their goals and loving their life you know there's not like You know, one person could be, you know, making a beautiful garden. The other one could be, you know, being a speaker around the world. So really clearly defining what that success means to you um, and, you know, just working towards that or living in that is really uh, becoming dynamic.
1: Oh, I absolutely love that. You guys, there was another tip that she just dropped. Did you pick that up? I did. So be, first of all, becoming dynamic, Terry, you said is it's all about the becoming part because it's a journey, right? And it's really as simple as first step. get clear on what it is that you want. Get clear on that, right? Um, so thanks for sharing that. So let's let's dig into this a little more. So I know that in the book, you share your journey from trial to triumph your journey from pain to purpose. I'm not going to ask you to give all the little secrets away because we want people to buy the book, but tell us a little bit about your story um, and what was your journey? Um, There might be several things that you talk about in the book. So maybe share one aspect of your journey from trial to triumph or pain to purpose, what you had to deal with and how you got through it.
2: Yeah. The the first thing I talk about is when I was bullied when I was younger. So I was living like a real life Cinderella story. I had two evil stepsisters, an evil stepmom, and I was forced to do all the chores around the house. And my dad was working around the clock to give us the good life, you know, as I'm sitting mm. there, you know, just being treated like Cinderella, doing all the, the court, you know, all the chores around the house. My mom was in rehab. And so it was, that was th- that where it started, where I took on these beliefs, like, you know, I'm not worthy of, you know, living this beautiful, full life. Like I need to be doing chores and it's interesting, you know, like I I was the only child with my mom and dad. And so, I feel like that's now as, you know, looking back, you know, maybe brothers and sisters, they fight like that, but um, I just, I was so excited to get sisters and I was just doing so much. My mom's like the sweetest person or she was before she passed. And so she was just so giving and I just wanted to be with them. And I think they took advantage of that. And now it was like, you have to, and we're going to, you know, say that you were cussing. So we're allowed to cuss back then, or we're going to break something and blame it on you. So it was just like, yeah, I was just put into this, um, you just constantly doing all the chores. And so I just, it just totally wore my self-esteem, my self-belief felt and feeling like I mattered. And I actually, uh, walked down the hallway to go to the bathroom. And I passed by my dad's when he was closing the one of his drawers, and there was a gun in it. And so, you know, my eight-year-old mind, I thought, oh, wow, I could use that to end my life and end this cycle of abuse that I've been going through. And I just felt like I was such a problem because I'm like, why would I be treated like this if I wasn't like a problem to everyone? So um, I had this moment where um, I was like, okay, that's what I'm going to do. And I had one friend at the moment, I told my friend and she told her dad, I ended up, you know, going to therapy and um, in therapy, you know, I didn't really remember um, which is that my Angela has this quote, people will remember what you say or do, but they'll remember how you made them feel. And so I just Mm -hmm. remember in therapy, she uh, just listened to me and made me feel like I mattered. And so um, that feeling is really like what I want to bring to other people that are, so that's like where my whole mission fuels from is like anyone that felt like the underdog, anyone that felt like they didn't matter, they didn't have a purpose, they didn't have a voice. I really want to let them know that they matter and that their life matters so much. And so that's kind of, yeah, one of the first stories I talk about in the book and really what's fueled my whole mission for the Lady Entrepreneur Society and everything I do.
1: Wow, Terry, that's powerful. First of all, my heart, like just thinking about you as a little eight-year-old and having to deal with that. And I know that there are many adults listening who probably have similar, you know, uh, trauma memories of things that happened whether it was bullying or dealing with self-esteem issues like you did. Um, Wow. I'm so glad that you were fortunate enough to have people in your life. So it sounds like, because I was going to ask you, so it's like, okay, how did you get to the other side? And what I'm hearing is in your story, it was about there was somebody who saw you first of all, and who, who cared. And then they took initiative to reach out. And that was the beginning of your journey forward. So I just want to pause here and say to listeners, um, if you have people in your life, maybe it's a little niece or a nephew or a friend's child, or even a, a teenager or an adult. And if, if we see that people are hurting, there is such power in reaching out to be a helping hand just to talk to somebody. You said it just really impacted you that there was somebody to listen to you,
2: right? So much so. And another thing is, so once my mom got out of rehab, uh, she would tell me, just kind of fake it till you make it. Like, if, yeah, i you know, I'm not super happy. Just kind of fake it till you make it. That was like one of her quotes that she liked to use a lot. Um, so now I like the, you know, be it until you become it. That's kind of more of what I've adopted now. But the fake it till you make it. So I used to smile a lot because... When I had this sad face, people were like, what's wrong? And then I would tell them what's wrong. And then I would kind of go into this low vibrational, what's wrong? And so then when I would just fake it, like put a smile on my face. Well, first of all, in positive psychology, we learned smiling releases dopamines in your brain. So just smiling is already going to change your state there. But then when you smile, you're so you're vibrating differently. And then, so the energy you're emitting, smiles are contagious, just kind of yawning. So you smile and someone else smiles. And so now that even brings more energy to the positive movement. And so it was just like a ripple effect of smiles as I started smiling. And then, yeah, so people weren't asking me, you know, what's wrong. I was faking it smiling, but then chemically in my body, you know, it was releasing the dopamine. So then I was becoming happier just in that sense. And so people say, now you smile so much. I'm, like, yeah, I'm always smiling all the time, but I think I've trained myself from, I was like, you know, 10 years old to now, like just to smile. So smiling becomes such a habit of mine. I just like wake up and smile. I see somebody, I smile, like everything. just like I just smile all the time. And I think it just become a habit. I've just instilled in myself and so it's just made me so much happier um so that was kind of yeah fake it to make it but I like just be it to become it just you know keep being that person you want to be so I wanted to be this happy person um so mm-hmm. I was just you know walking in those steps of like what would a happy person do so they would smile they would you know look for the good in things they would mm-hmm. you know so being that happy person now and then it just you're just it you just you've already become it it's become a habit it's who you are it's what you do it's how you move and so mm-hmm. Wow.
1: Two more, two more tips. Girl, you're dropping, you're just dropping the gold today. So you guys, and and I'm going to dig into this because I'm curious. And so if I'm curious, the listeners probably are too. So two things that we can do to combat, combat, to combat, right? When we're feeling down or going through um, some sadness or a season of even depression, smiling. That actually literally changes our state on the inside. Okay, we're going to circle back to that. But that's one thing is smile and then look for the good. I love that you said that. That's actually one of my personal mantras. Look for the good every day. Look for it because it's there. If we're looking, we can find it, right? Uh, Terry, we have to talk about this at least for a little bit. You said smiling literally changes our state. Like there is scientific data um, break that down for us, like educate us on that because that is
2: fascinating. How does that work? Yeah. Well, when you smile, it just releases dopamine in your brain. So dopamine is like when you have the chocolate or you have, you know, that, that love chemical that gets released in your brain. So as you smile, it's releasing these chemicals in your brain that just give off that feel good hormone. And so it's, it's just kind of, yeah, like a natural reaction, you know, so it's, it's just so interesting. So it's like, we can, create habits that are going to make us happier. And so smiling is just a great habit, but I do feel like if you are feeling sad or depressed, you know, to let yourself feel it and, uh, you know, like write it out, journal it, like dive into it. And then, uh, because you don't want to push it under the rug. I feel like I did that for a long time where I was feeling something, but I would like push under the rug or just like positive affirmation in a way, like, no, I'm, you know, like I'm okay. I'm whole. I'm loved. I'm, you know, but it's like, if you're really feeling something, I, f- I think it's really important to, to feel it. So a lot of positive psychology is balancing the negative and positive emotions. So it's not just all positivity, but what do you do when negative things come up? And so when you are feeling down, like say you lost a family member or, you know, you lost your job or, you know, you're dealing with addictions, you know, like, like feel it, dive into it. Why do I feel this way? What's underneath this? Like, where does this stem from? Um, and then letting yourself feel it, letting yourself process it. I think journaling is super important uh, just to get all your thoughts out and, you know, just feel it and feel it. Um, Abraham Hicks, uh, she wrote Ask and It's Given, really talks about, um, yeah, feel it so much like that you can't feel it anymore. Just go di- you know, deep dive into the feeling. And so, the, um, and then just from little by little, okay. Then it's like, you know, gratitude is a huge thing in positive psychology and spirituality as well. Okay. Then it's just like, okay, so now you're down here. It's like, okay, well, what can I just look up and what is good? Well, um, you know, like I have a home, I have a refrigerator, it has food in it. I, you know, the sun is shining and you're just like little by little, like I'm breathing, I have all my limbs, like, you know, just little by little, just kind of build up. So I, I really write, anyone that is feeling down, do gratitude journaling for sure. Just write down, you know, at least three things every day that you're grateful for. Wake up, hug yourself, thank God I'm alive. Um, And that will definitely shift your mood because you can't be grateful and uh, stressed in the same moment.
1: Uh I love that. Thank you, uh, Terry. And you know what? I wrote down, as you were saying, just feel it, feel it, feel it and allow yourself to feel it. What occurred to me was the purpose of that is really not just to be in it, feel it, sink deeper. Really the purpose of doing that is to get down to the root of what is causing the feeling, right? Because when we get to the root, we can extract and get rid of the root and then the fruit will take care of itself, right? Mm -hmm. We begin to feel better, things begin to change because now we see we've identified the root. So that's a process and thank you for um, sharing that and gratitude. You brought that up. That comes up a lot on the show Um, and it really is powerful and it really does work. I know I have... Um, I'm a big fan of gratitude, and I do that every day. I start my days that way, and I try to end them that way, writing down what I'm grateful for. So, <clears throat> can you believe we only have like a couple minutes left? I'm gonna try and get. I'm gonna try and slip a quick question in before we close out. Um, while you were writing this book, <clears throat> just what was that? What was that process like? Just give us like a sixty second. What was that like for you to have to write about becoming dynamic?
2: Well, it was hard for me in the sense that I had to be vulnerable. I haven't shared this story with a lot of people um, because I wanted to, I felt like I was conditioned to present myself perfectly. Like, oh, you know, make sure you, your hair is done before you walk out of the house. Like, don't say that. Or, you know, wash your face. Or, you know, it was always like I need to present myself well. So for me to show the shadows and show the darkness, it was um, really challenging for me, but liberating at the same time. Cause they feel like you need to feel it to heal it. Like you need to like, let it go. So it's like a weight off of my shoulders almost when I was able to say like, this is the raw me. And it's still OK. <laughs> like Here I am. And you get stronger and wiser. And you're building that you know, know like, and trust and respect factor with the audience. As well. mm-hmm.
1: I love that. Feel it to heal it, you guys. Um, so Terry, thank you so much. This went so fast. We are out of time. And hey, you guys, I want to know what spoke to you today. Write to me at livinginsideouttoday at gmail.com. Let me know what tip did Terry share that really resonated with you or that helped you today. Um, And if you have questions about anything that we touched on, and maybe we didn't didn't go as deep as you would have liked, send me an email and let me know. And I'm going to leave you guys with this final tip. And you know that around here, TIP is an acronym for Transformation Is Possible. And it's a step-by-step journey that begins with making a choice to live inside out today. Until next week, love and peace.
0: Thanks for listening to Living Inside Out today with Joy Ross. We hope today's episode has been insightful and helped open the doors in your life to the joy, fulfillment, and freedom you have been seeking. Until we talk again, have a beautiful week.